What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D rolls too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on wax. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap, bulls on tap. Our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy and slippery. Nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news. Go and subscribe. Hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and I'm joined by my dude Goose, a.k.a. Bulls Scripted. We are here to recap another Chicago Bulls loss, this time coming at the hands of the Miami Heat, 118-92. to 92. Before we do that, be sure to go on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap, at on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating and review, because that's cool and tough. Go over to the YouTube if you're watching us on Twitter so you can interact with us. Subscribe to the YouTube channel at ONTAP Sportsnet. Throw some comments in here to me and Goose, and let's talk about this game. Um, yeah, that sucked. So originally, uh, background tonight for people who are not familiar with the situation, Goose and I were supposed to be doing a halftime show with a bunch of our Bulls podcasting friends. Uh, Matt Peck, C-Red uh, Fred, Big Dave. Uh, Matt Gentile, Salim. I mean, all these guys were going to be out and uh, at the Windy City Bulls game in Hoffman Estates. We're going to do a um, a round table type thing, you know, uh, Fred's round ball table thing, you know, having a good time just talking Bulls basketball and enjoying each other's company. Uh, that was shut down due to COVID issues, really. Um, so Goose and I decided, hey, well, we're not heading to that anymore. We're going to do a post game. And I'm sorry, Goose. I'm sorry you decided to do this one. How are you feeling? I'm not feeling so good, man. I mean, tonight was kind of a total bummer to get that news. You were already on the way there. Yeah. I was, um, you know, taking care of some nervous stomach jitters uh, before leaving and uh, just never ended up making it to the car because Fred dropped the bomb that, uh, you know, the game was not going to go on because, you know, more than likely uh, one or both teams were not going to have enough players to play a basketball game. Um, so, you know, I had to call my mom, I had to break the news to her that, you know, no go. So sadness all around. And then we had to watch that. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is one of the worst performances I've seen. And listen, like we just got to preface this right away. We both understand that COVID is, is ravished this team. Seven of our players, Goose, are affected with this. Um, and that, well, I don't know if all seven have it, but they were either exposed or they have it, placing them on the NBA health and safety protocol list. Um, Goose, obviously that sucks. A guy I feel bad for, and I just want to kind of touch on right away, is Stanley Johnson. Now, you and I talked about him in the offseason when he was brought in. We were laughing about your little monk here, the uh, 
the the Johnson and Johnson nickname that you had given him and Alize. And then this poor kid finally gets the call up from the G League, and he's going to contribute. And then he lands after two days of being with the Bulls in health and safety protocol list. Absolutely got to be devastating for him. Yeah, that is definitely not how you want your first, you know, shot on your 10-day contract to go. Um, and then on the health and safety protocol. Um, especially because Alfonso McKinney, somebody that our, our buddy Coach Ron used to drool about uh, when he was in Golden State, is now a Chicago Bull, also on a 10-day contract. <laughs> and um, outside of letting Max Drews cook him for that dunk, I have to say I liked what I saw from McKinney more tonight than I have Matt Thomas uh, throughout the rest of the season. So, <laughs> um, you know, maybe the Bulls rethink the whole Matt Thomas experiment and we we keep one of the Stanimal or uh, Alfonso McKinney there on the roster because uh, we do need some more versatility and depth of that forward spot, whether that's the three or the four. Uh, with the smalls we've been playing, we can use either. Uh, more than we can use Matt Thomas. So um, it, it somehow became a Matt Thomas shit uh, shit on fest. <laughs> man, we, we let the wrong white guy go. Max Truce, his ACL is healed, and he's dunking on fools. And, and he's in, ro- in the rotation on a winning team. Yep, he's on a winning team. Pat Riley is finding these diamonds in the rough um, consistently over there. Unfortunately, um, that's one that I guess somewhat slipped through our fingers, but – no, I mean, this one was just tough. Zach and Lonzo almost carried us through the first, kind of kept us in it. Uh, we kept yeah, Lonzo started runs. off all right. Yeah, Lonzo started off great. Zach felt like he couldn't miss for most of the night. Uh, couldn't really buy a call. And Lowry, God, I cannot watch that man play basketball. Drives you nuts, um, doesn't it? It does. It really does. Like, I think the first play he was flopping all over. And I'm just like, oh, God, here we go. I will say, even though he's a flopper, he does play with that defensive intensity, and that's exactly why Jimmy was drawn to him, I bet. He's a great all-around player, and that's why he gets the calls. Um, But, you know, Gabe Vincent was doing his best Kyle Lowry impersonations out there, too. And, you know, the Bulls kind of kept up with the Heat. The Heat had, I think, nine first-quarter Mm -hmm. three-pointers. And the Bulls weren't quite that hot in the first, but – by the second half, they had kind of evened out in three-point makes. So that wasn't the big discrepancy there. Vooch just made Deadman uh, look like a fucking all-star. You got you got the opposite you, you beat was me supposed to, to happen. Yeah, no, you, you just beat me to it. And and I've got I've got to finally I gotta to touch on it. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna spend time on this for a minute just because I have been obviously a huge advocate, and I still am. I still am. It's not that I've changed my stance on Nikola Vucevic by any means necessary, brother. But tonight, that can't happen again. That can't happen again because I'm I'm now questioning. In Deadman, yeah. I mean, you just got you got eaten up by a backup center. I mean, and not just on him guarding you. He beat the fuck out of you offensively, and that goose that can't happen. Especially right now, with with you know the seven players, including the number one player on this team, or one A, one B, whatever you want to say, and Demar Derozan being gone, you, that can't happen. Vooch can't play like this. Do the gimmies at the rim he was missing, the the I lack of hit, lift, couldn't hit the gimmies at the rim, couldn't hit his middies, wasn't hitting open threes. It was, bad. It was embarrassing. 
It was. Um, it, it was one of the most embarrassing performances I've seen him have here. I know we've seen some doozies from him this season compared to what we saw when he came over from the deadline. And I, yes, I will include his time from Orlando. This was the worst played game he's had here. I mean, I get he had COVID. I get, you know, new system, new, you know, entire roster, like a lot more ball dominant players, like not just one, but two, three. Like, I get it. But what the fuck? Like, that wasn't the case tonight. Like you were getting your touches. I don't know how he finished, but I know at one point he was three for 15, three for 15. That's what he finished at. He finished at three for 15. He went one for four from downtown, three for four from the line. He had 10 points, eight boards, two assists, one steal, one turnover. He had three fouls. He was beat numerous times on help defense. He was beat numerous times man to man against Dwayne Dedman. This was the worst performance I've seen on a Nikola Vucevic. This is the worst performance I've seen out of him. And I, I don't know how to fix it because the, obviously we know the consistency hasn't been there. And you and I have actually touched on that a couple times this season. But holy shit, th- this has to be rock bottom. This has to be, I look at yourself in the mirror and be like, oh man, am I am I fucked here? Am I, am I fucked up? And, and, and that's really it, you know? Holy shit, Sean O'Malley just beat the shit out of this guy. I'm sorry, I got UFC on in the background. Holy hell. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, but is this is this it for Vooch? You know, like, I mean, not it for him, but I mean, look in the mirror, talk to yourself. Oh, no, this yeah. is definitely rock bottom. I don't right. think for a player his caliber that he can fall any further this season than he did tonight, uh, given the matchup. Like, you have a old, obviously veteran, good player in Dwayne Dedman, but not somebody that should take advantage of you on both ends of the floor like he did tonight. And then you had somebody in Casey Akpala, 6'8", 215 pounds, backup center, and you can't even back this kid down. Right. Like, I mean, at one point he did get, like, back-to-back foul calls, but then he was missing his free throws too. It was it was atrocious. Um, I – oof. It was, it was just an oof game. And um, that's, that's two in a row now. Yeah, I I really think that he he's got to get back in the lab, and he he's got to find himself. And I and I know that sounds so generic in in what was it? What did he say? Cliche or whatever? But I mean, I really mean it, man. Like he's got to figure it out. Like, okay, what made me successful? I am a two I am a two time All Star, right? I I am one of the best players in my position in the NBA. How do I get back there? And I think that takes a lot. Not just I'm not going to put all that on Billy Donovan myself. It's going to put it on on Vooch and Billy to help bring it out of him. It, it just needs to be done at this point because if he keeps going on, like the Bulls are not going to be successful. They'll be a playoff team, bro, but they're not going to be a successful team if he is not decent. If he's All Star level, Vooch, watch the fuck out. But if he's not decent, I Demar and Zach can't do it all, man. No. I mean, Vooch is supposed to be the, the player that sets you ahead here. He's supposed to be the consistent, steady rock. Like, Zach and um, DeMar are mid-range, you know, tough shot makers. Vooch is supposed to be your go-to all reliable in the post um, with that reliable floor spacing from the five. And we just have not had that at all this year, uh, which is unfortunate because you can't blame it on point guard play either. We have the ball movement and facilitators and guys that can make it happen for them um, where we haven't in the past. And that's that's no longer an excuse for our big men. I don't know 
what it is in Chicago. We just seem to have a pig man curse. Uh, Twin Towers failed. Um, you know, Ben Joe Wallace. Taylor, ben Wallace failed. Um, Noah was really it. I mean, and he got got by injuries. So, you know, do, do we just have a Lamarcus Aldridge curse? Like, what, what the fuck do we got going on here? I, I don't know how to make it any better. If I had the answers, I would definitely be pl- praying to the basketball gods to help me figure it out because, I, like I said, I, we can't see a performance like this again. Uh, Lonzo, we talked about him. He played 40 minutes tonight. Uh, he ex- actually finishes 5 for 15, man. <sighs> 4 for 12. For- out hot, too. Yeah, I know. And 4 for 12 from the three-point line, 1 for 3 from the free throw uh, line. He 15 points, 3 assists, 5 boards. One steal, one block, five turnovers. Another bad game handling the ball for Lonzo Ball. He had a, it was a very uncharacteristic game. Uh, it has been two in a row like that at this point, but um, we saw that against Cleveland as well, him not being able to take care of the ball. Um, hesitant on a lot of plays, kind of forced his own turnovers a lot when he didn't want to shoot it for whatever reason. Um, that happened actually on two different occasions at the three-point line uh, where he passed up a shot, tried making a pass, and the ball was turned over. Um, it can't happen, you know. Uh, do, you, do you think that comes down to him overthinking his new placement in the hierarchy without Demar? I, I, I absolutely do. I absolutely think he's trying to force it a lot. I mean, look, the shot attempts are up, buddy. Um, you know, the shot attempts are up from what we've been seeing during the, the season. We in his style of play, you see it too. He's trying to get to the rim. He's he, he's not just looking to shoot three like he kind of has been. And I feel like he just changes his mind a lot. So we, you know, we've had a. Uh, uh, we've had a rough time watching him. He's had a rough time performing uh, since Demar's been out. He's only had about what two, a good game since Demar's been gone. This is the third game I believe that Demar's been gone. So you know he he's got a lot to figure out. He's trying to be the guy next to Zach that helps everything because he knows Vooch is struggling. Um, Alex Caruso comes back from his hamstring injury tonight. He gets 27 minutes. Uh, he I'm looks slow. If he doesn't go out of bounds on that play tonight, that we win. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um <laughs> he looked a little slow tonight. Um, but I mean he still looked good. You know, he he'll he'll get his sea legs back under him. Uh he's just come back off that hamstring injury. Those are those are hard to come back from, you know. Uh you watch baseball players or football players for that matter out with hamstring injuries for weeks. You know, Crusoe came back in a couple games. And I think the reason he James did Harris that doesn't come back from a hamstring injury. Right. Uh, I think that Caruso came back because he saw his team can in, in trouble, you know? So uh, that's, that's where we're at. I want to touch on Zach 11 for 20, seven for 11 from downtown four for five from the charity stripe, 33.7 rebounds, four assists, four turnovers, one steal for Zach Levine. Um, listen, man, Zach was pretty fucking efficient. All right. I, I really don't have any bad things to say about Zach. When the ball was in his hand, he hit the shot. Uh, when presented with an opportunity to get a teammate involved, he did it. So, and two of those four turnovers were Kyle Lowry flops. So, right, I think another one was Gabe Vincent flop. So, <laughs> you know, uh, kind of Zach just getting baited into predictable moves on those plays. Uh, the turnovers are the only thing there that kind of make you disappointed. But 11 for 27 11 uh, from deep, that's I mean, I know it felt like you couldn't miss tonight, but seven for 11. That's, yeah, that's huge. That's cooking. Yeah. Um, I mean, unfortunately it, it, for Zach, he was cooking alone tonight. Yeah, and and that and that's exactly the thing. Um, it, it was a one man show. Um, you know, <laughs> Zach made eleven field goals tonight, seven of which were from the three point line. Between Ball, 
Caruso and Vooch, they made eleven between those uh between Eight. those three themselves. Eight. Oh yeah. Yeah. Eight. And then Troy Brown Jr., who got the nod tonight, four for eleven. Uh, had some bad defensive lapses. Man, God God bless his soul. I love TBJ, but bad shots. They forced a lot of things tonight. That like, missed dunk bad. at the end of the game. That about Oof. that about her. I think I almost I think I might be dead, actually. I'm not sure. That, that was a that was a hutch like moment. That yeah. Yeah, that was bad. So you know, obviously it didn't work out for them tonight. Uh, beating a dead horse here. Seven, seven fucking players out with the in health and safety protocols. I mean, I'm going to use that for my narrative. I, I, I can't use that for our narrative, though, because the Heat didn't have Bam or Jimmy. No, I know. I know. And they didn't have Morris, but they, they – yeah. No, you're right. You're right. We should have won this game. Between Vooch, Zach, and, and Lonzo, I think that we should have won this game as well. There's uh, – listen, Duncan Robinson going off. We We know he's capable of that, all right? Uh, Hero didn't go off, but he had 17, 7 for 18 um, from the floor tonight. But I was listening to uh, the, the Heat broadcast, and I know you're going to roast me for that again. No, no, I'm not going to roast you. But um, they, they, they call him the baby goat, and I, I kind of vomited a few times. Um, and then they call I, who the baby goat? <laughs> Tyler Hero? <laughs> Why? I don't know. Is it, does he look like a goat? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll do a side by because that could be the only reason they say he looks like a, that's the only thing they can say, baby goat. You know, they have another similar white guy on the team that's actually shooting high percentages or well, decent percentages in yeah. Duncan Robinson. Uh, okay, that's that's odd to me, but all right, baby fucking goat. Yeah, I mean, he didn't go off or anything, you know, like Duncan Robinson went off. I mean, would you consider that going off nine for yes, 13? Yeah, five I think for Duncan nine? Robinson went off against us the, uh, the last game, too, because he yeah. hasn't had the greatest year shooting except for against the Bulls. Right. So. Well, and this is what kills me. Again, I'm, I'm going up and down this fucking box score, and I look at Dwayne Dedman's game and being the second leading scorer for Miami tonight, and yeah, that exactly. just kills me. That was no, like I said, he looked like a fucking all-star against Vooch. It was sickening. Like in every facet of the game, on the boards, on the offensive end, on the defense, it was just bad. And that can't happen. No, it, it can't. Um, the Bulls play two games next week, all right, because tomorrow's Sunday, right? Yeah, so Sunday, and they play next Sunday against the Lakers. They only have a Tuesday and a Thursday game uh, up this upcoming week, so – Obviously, let's hope, you know, some guys that are slated to come back, come back like Kobe White should be ready to go uh, maybe hopefully Tuesday. Um, we need another score, man. Yeah, it's we need. was pathetic. Right. You know, uh, DeMar DeRozan should be ready by Thursday, I think. He should be ready by Thursday, so we should be good there. Um, hope, you know, and I don't know when they're going to come back. It, it all depends on how this has affected them and, and obviously the, the negative tests you know, need to come through to prove that they're okay to continue going forward. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's where we're kind of at with that. So the bulls will play Detroit on Tuesday and that is at home at the United center at seven o'clock. Um, it's a, it's a good matchup for the bulls right now because they're, uh, you know, we just came off a stretch of playing a Western. Well, actually the last four games, Brooklyn, Denver, Cleveland, Miami, those are all playoff teams. Um, and now we're going to be going up against a four and a 21 
Detroit Piston team. Don't take them lightly, but at least the competition isn't fucking insane. Try to take advantage of it. Get back in the win column. Hopefully you get some of your guys back here. Yeah, I mean, if we can kind of slide by that game, uh, handle business against a team uh, while we're shorthanded, that we can definitely handle shorthanded um, and, you know, and get these guys back and get back to taking care of business and move on like this never happened. Build up some good old uh, immunity there, hopefully. Although <laughs> Zach's, Zach's been in protocol enough times to tell me that it is uh, most definitely possible to be there more than once. So, you know, hopefully we get our bad luck out of the way here and then we can just kind of ride smooth and easy and find a groove in a, a system and a style of play and everything that works for a healthy roster. Because yeah. we've seen a team that can play without Vooch. Uh, we thought after we beat the Knicks that we might have a team that could play without DeMar. Turns out, no. Um, and we, we, we need some bodies back. Um, and we'll see, you know. Going to the trade deadline, what happens? You know, we've been too busy talking about sucking to really even touch on the possibilities of uh, making a move for that final piece that puts us way over the top. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know where that piece lies, and I don't know where that piece exists. And, and I think that's that my we, issue too. I, yeah. I see it on Twitter a lot. You know, Pat, Kobe, we have two firsts this They're year. not trading Pat. They're not. Yeah, trading no, I don't think they're trading Patrick Williams either. Uh, especially because at his value right now being injured, I don't think you get fair market value for him to begin with. Not just that, but can we like acknowledge real quick? Cause I think that we should do an episode on this. Like, you know, do some predictions coming up here in the future. Like we'll write some shit down, you know, maybe target players and it doesn't necessarily have to not, happen, but we're not going to wing it. Oh no, we could totally wing it too. I mean, whatever you want to do. Uh, we don't write shit down. We usually wing it for sure. Um, I think it's, I think we've done pretty well so far winging it, but if we do go and find, you know, players that we would like to see necessarily not moves that are going to happen, but maybe something we would enjoy to see happen. We could do something like that. But there's one thing I just need to point out here for everybody saying that the bulls are going to, you know, be in on this Sabonis miles Turner thing. And Patrick Williams is going to be the, the center, the center, you know, piece of that deal or whatever. That's not, they are not trading him within the fucking division. That won't happen. That won't happen. So that just needs to be wiped out. I don't care if it's a three-team trade. I don't care. They are not trading Pat to Indiana. They're not trading Pat to um, Detroit for a grant. Yeah, Ooh, trade one, one thing. Trading right. Kobe would be another. Letting Lowry go slash trading Lowry was another thing. That Those aren't guys that uh, Acme selected. Uh, right. but Pat's their project. Uh, you got Project Pat there. So right. we're yeah, we just need to pump the brakes on these crazy. And again, we also need to keep in mind too. I know Vooch's struggles are existing, but the contract with him is not terrible. But it's going to be a little bit tough to move if he's playing the way he's playing right now. We can't just this is the isn't only trade I want. The only trade I want is Kobe, Pat, and Vooch for Jokic. That's it. Oh, you want Jokic a couple years early, huh? Yeah, I mean, fuck it. He's going to sign with us anyway. We might as well. Might you know, as well just go get him now. Yeah, might as well go get it early and just give Denver something worth their while to, uh, you know, move on from the inevitable. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that, man. I'm cool with that. But we'll do an episode like that. We'll do, you know, we'll throw some questions out on the Twitter and shit. And if you guys want to hop in, we'll even bring people into the fucking stream. And we'll just talk some shit, talk some bull shop and potential trades. But I don't really have much else, man. Just hopefully get back on trap uh, against Detroit because uh, Zach can't do it alone. He's going to need some fucking help. And hopefully – 
Kobe White comes back. And I know he wasn't playing great, but, you know, he he, he can light up the scoreboard. So hopefully he can help out with uh, some scoring responsibilities here on Tuesday. Yeah, no, I mean, nothing really else for me. I just want to thank uh, everyone that was going to come out tonight to our event at the Now Arena. Uh, Much appreciated. I hope that you guys do make it out to the rescheduled event. As soon as we know when that is, we will get that out to you uh, because that was going to be a really good time tonight. Uh, The Bulls sucking ass hurt, uh, (laughs) but but I was more disappointed with the fact that uh, we we didn't get to go have a good time. Yeah, no, I I, got to reiterate that, man. I really we had a lot of people like message us or even write on our Twitter that they were coming to, to check us out and check out everybody else, you know, the locked on and, and, and the big red bus and, and bulls gold and the rebuildable podcast. It was a really cool thing. I think our podcasting community was going to do together. Something that like, I think that we've really embraced is, you know, making friends in this community. Obviously it's how you and I met and we started doing the show. Um, I was really looking forward to meeting people that listen that not just listen, but like love the bulls like we do and talking with them and then doing that little round table thing. I thought it was going to be super cool, but you know, I do give kudos to the the Windy City Bulls for, you know, calling that shit if, you know, and not forcing it to happen if they didn't have enough players to go forward or it didn't seem like a safe environment. Um, you know, it, it's cool that they were able to, you know, just pull it and just say, hey, you know, we're going to reschedule this, make it happen. But like Goose said, we'll let you know whenever we hear anything about it possibly happening again. Um, and hopefully hopefully it does, because like like you said, I was really looking forward to that, hanging out with everybody, having a, a drink or two and and talking shop. But uh, that's all I got, man. That's all I got for this one. Do you have any parting words besides what you said, or are we all good to rock out? No, we're, we're good to rock out here. Just kick some Pistons' ass. That's all. Yeah. Well, yeah. Fuck, uh, fuck Detroit. Yes, that, that's my last thing is, is fuck Detroit. Everybody be short. You're going on tap. Wait, funny story. Fred told me I couldn't swear. Did you see that DM? They said specifically, buzz. Do not swear, buzz. And I was like, okay. And I was really panicked about it on my drive. I was just swearing in my car to myself, just trying to get it all out. Just just letting it all out. Well, there's a quota. You know, I have to hit a, a certain quota of swear words by the end of the day. So um, I, I think, think that's, that's funny. Yeah, it's just like a mental. I mean, I, mean, I get it. Obviously, the, the G League's more of like a family venue kind of thing. So so is any venue when it comes yeah, to I think I think we'd be frowned upon if I just dropped like a big F-bomb anywhere. I don't think I don't think anybody would be too happy with us, and we would probably be um, not allowed to go back while everybody else probably would. So I was very very conscious of not swearing today. Um, yes, yes. So, but again, everybody, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap at On Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bulls Scripted. Me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating and review, because that's cool and tough. Run on over to the YouTube, on Tap Sportsnet YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Join us in the comment section after every single game we are live. So do that, please. And we'll be back on Tuesday after the Bulls play the Detroit Pistons. Let's go Bulls.